0: Lock Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Friday, Casual Friday on Girl Power Hour. And I'm Annette Bingham and Tasha Humphreys is here with me. Hey Tasha.
1: Hello, how is everyone? I hope well. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday.
0: Yes, T G I F. Um, so we are ready for this show to get going and we do have some questions from people. Um, Thank you for sending them in because we always, we will, what we don't answer today, we'll get answers another time. So just keep sending them in and we'll get to them. Um, also, go to our Facebook page, Girl Power Half Hour, like our page, comment, whatever, message us, whatever you want to do on that page is fine. Just um, be kind to one another. That's all I ask. <laughs> So, um, but before we get started, I have one comment to make or one announcement. Um, Starting tomorrow, Saturday through Wednesday, my book, um, True Ghost Stories, is going to be A View from the Threshold, True Ghost Stories and Other Spirit Encounters, will be free on the Kindle store for five days. Wow, so, it's going to be free? It will be free. Oh, that's awesome. So, and remember, you don't have to have a Kindle to read it. Just get on there and look to see what, uh, you know, you can download Kindle on your computer and all sorts of things. So uh, it will be free from Saturday through Wednesday. And then that's it. So if you would like a copy of it and have not picked up a copy, then just go to the Amazon temple store and pick it up. It's a view from the threshold, true ghost stories, and other spirits and encounters. So oh, that's
1: that so awesome. New. Yeah, okay, so you've got to put that on the Facebook page as well, That it's free for the next five days so that people will remember. I, I I think that's awesome, and I'll certainly share it on my personal page as well.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. So we have questions? We do.
1: Actually, we have a few questions left over from last week I wanted to jump into. Uh, but let me say, first of all, for those of you that tuned in yesterday, I was broadcasting on location from Midland, Texas, at the Wagner Noel Performing Arts Center, because Loretta Lynn, the legendary Loretta Lynn, was performing there. And I did post a picture on our Facebook page, one picture of uh, from that concert, so go look us up again, Girl Power Half Hour, on Facebook, and you can see that. Let me just say that was an amazing concert. I talked to you a little bit before the show, and I mean, I literally did cry two times because it was it was sitting in front I, mean, I was sitting in front of a legend. It was amazing. It was surreal. I felt like my life had come full circle because I grew up singing her songs and just seeing her, and you know, it just kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting to cry, but I felt like you know. It was like sitting in front of Elvis Presley or The Beatles or something. It was amazing. It was just legendary and, and and awesome. And she's 81, and it you wouldn't have even known it. I mean, the way that she sang and and how long she performed, and just the wit, her quick wit was amazing. They did it very grand old Opry style, and I was just so impressed. I had such a great time, so I'm so glad I went. She's awesome, and if anybody out there ever gets a chance to see her, by all means, pay for the ticket. It's well and read her
0: biography. And, and Oh, my gosh, yeah, You know, she's an amazing woman. Yes, she is.
1: So to get on to our questions, because I know our time goes so fast. Last week we had a uh, person leave a question in our uh, Facebook box, which, you, you know, anytime you guys have a question and you don't want to be heard on air, you can always send it to us via our Facebook page. You can just uh, send a private message to our inbox, and, and we will read it on air and... Um, we can answer it on air, hopefully. <laughs> and this this person sent this uh, to us. This comes from Jana. She said, "After how many dates is it considered appropriate uh, or expected to be exclusive or have that talk?" And uh, it's worded a, a little weird. But after how many dates is it considered appropriate, or is it expected? to be exclusive or have that talk. And that talk, I'm assuming, is the exclusive talk.
0: Hmm. (laughs) For me, the first thing that comes to my mind is it depends on the relationship because you may have a million days with somebody and still not feel that Need to connect exclusively. It may right. just be, you know, having fun, just going out and dating. Um, I really think it depends on the the first the two people, and what does the other person think? You know, you, you've got to get their point of view too. Uh, you don't want to just rush in there and say, "Well, now we've been on three days, and I think it's time we have to talk." Um, no. <laughs> I really think it takes yeah, I think it takes a while to get to know somebody. Um and when I say a while that varies from person to person, but it does take more than just a few days to do that. You need to give it some time. Um because you don't really know the person well enough to decide, hey, do I wanna spend my time with this person for a long period of time? exclusively, or do I want to still go out and look around? Does this person have everything that I'm looking for, that I want to explore more, or do I feel like there's something lacking, and you probably need and to keep
1: I think there's clarification needed on this question, too, because, you know, I'm not sure if this means after how many dates is it considered appropriate to request that we only sleep with each other, or are we sleeping with other people because to me that's that's a little bit different um again, now, I'm a hopeless romantic. I'll just go ahead and say that. um I'm also one that follows my heart. so if I personally feel that i don't I'm not comfortable with the person I'm seeing seeing other people, like in other words if it's if I know it's gonna bother me, then I'm probably gonna go ahead you know my again, this is not what I'm suggesting to everyone I'm saying for myself um I'm probably going to go ahead and put that out there, that that's how I feel. And if the other person really still wants to see other people, then I guess at that time I would have to gauge if I'm going to be okay with that. If I'm not going to be okay with that, then I probably need to just walk away from it. If it's going to be too painful for me, Mm -hmm. um, if I am okay with it, uh, then I guess I, I go forward with it. But I would always, I mean, I always suggest to people that they see what their heart is saying, what they're feeling and what they need. Uh, don't base what you do on what someone else needs. Base it on True. what you need. And if someone else is still wanting to see other people and you're wanting to be exclusive, well, then you're you're probably not in the same place, and so it's just not going to work out. And maybe when that person is ready to settle down, they can come back around if you're still available okay. But, you know, it just depends. Not everybody's okay with, with casual sex or, or having their partner be sexually active with other people or being sexually active with other people while they're seeing someone and i it's just a tricky kind of deal you really do have to gauge it like and that said based on you know the couple and the situation and the circumstance and where what everybody's feeling at the time but my pers- my answer to this person's question is you know Jana if you're listening um if you personally feel that you want to be exclusive and that's what you're, and that's where you are then I, I suggest that you that you talk about that. Now, I'm not saying that you try to force someone else to be somewhere they're maybe not necessarily ready to be, but certainly voice and express your feelings and what you're thinking and, and put that on the table. The worst thing that can happen is that the other person says, you know, I'm not ready to be exclusive. But all that does is let you know where the other person is and where you stand and and then you can move forward from there, you know, whether that be moving on or, you know, if you decide that you would be okay with that and give it some more time, then go with that. But I think it's always important to express your feelings and ask for what you need. And communication, again, as we've discussed so many times, is key. So uh, bring it to the table. That's To me, that's the best advice I would have for you is to just bring it up, talk about it. I don't think there's ever a right or wrong time, Um some people meet and know immediately that they don't want to see anybody else. Some people like Annette you were saying, it takes time because they don't they mm-hmm. don't know and, and it, they're not feeling it yet. And sometimes they're not feeling it because it's never going to happen. Like it just isn't meant right. to be, you know. And sometimes you need to know that too. Like, That's hey, is true. this going anywhere because if it isn't, maybe I don't want to be in it, <laughs> you know? So uh I think it's a good conversation to have no matter what the end result would be.
0: Good answer. Good answer. Go with that one. Okay. Okay. The next next one. Yeah.
1: The next one is posed directly to you. Um, And this is based on the fact that you've written a book on the paranormal. This particular question is a little tricky for me to read as well. Um, It comes from a listener who wrote in to us why would why would ghosts exist? And then it has a little caveat. In other words, what are they? Are they trapped spirits? Is it the afterlife? Are they stuck? Is it their hell? And if so, how would you explain child ghosts?
0: Wow! Well, do we have another show? We can answer all this. Okay, next show dedicated to next the paranormal. Question. No, yeah. No <laughs> um, all right, all I can give is my experience. So this may not be anybody else's ideas or thoughts. But this is from my experience. Ghosts are not necessarily trapped spirits. They are the energy, the the essence part of the essence of the person. Um, I could get into a real philosophical thing. Okay. Physically, we're in this body. We have a spirit. But there is also part of our spirit that is a bigger part of us that is not in this body. Because this tiny vessel could not hold all of us. The energy would be too much. So the ghost Spirits are just that energy, okay? Ghosts can come uh, and visit us, uh, like loved ones who a path. I prefer to call them just their spirits come to visit, not a ghost. When I talk about ghosts, I'm usually talking about an earthbound entity, someone who is stuck here. And that can be for many, many reasons. They've got issues they need to... Um, finish up um, in my book I talk about one who was afraid to cross over because of the fear of what he said was the wrath of God Um, there are energies that just like the experience of being around everybody and there's another story in my book about that too so Not every ghost is trapped here, but when I talk about ghosts, I usually am talking about uh, energies that are first Not necessarily trapped because they could pass, cross over whenever they wanted to, but they have chosen for whatever reason to stick around here. Um, Children, um, for many reasons. It could be Just needing to be around the family that they knew. Um, It could be just wanting that experience of being around people. Um, It could be that they have unfinished business, you know, to do. Um, They need to be around somebody to give them comfort or um, let them see that everything's okay. So, I mean, there's so many different reasons, but they're just, it's just energy. We are all just energy. And when we, my thinking is when we die, that energy moves out of this vessel someplace else, a different realm, not heaven or hell. Um, We make our own heaven or hell here. And I suppose we can make our own heaven and hell in the afterlife too. But, we are just, you know, energy, and we move on to something else, and some just choose to stay here um, for whatever reason. And some come to visit, which would normally be loved ones or, you know, people that we care about. And they come to visit for us, usually, not for them.
1: Okay. So... Can I even answer your it, question? Yeah, it does. I mean, it do, Well, it does mine. I don't know if it answers the person's question, but it answers mine. Um, my question, you know, I guess, because, you know, the whole idea that energy can neither be created or destroyed, I'm totally with you on that. I mean, it, it we are energy and it moves on after this vessel is no longer working. The energy moves on. Um, I, I think my question would be in terms of the child ghost where it says, you know, uh, but how would you explain child ghosts? My question to you is, you know, I, I know the answer. I'm just asking you for the listeners. Um, <laughs> I think that um, my question would be, you know, we talk about children, and I think everybody assumes innocence, like as innocence in the sense that naive or in a, unable, you know, like an inability mm-hmm. is there. hmm but once their spirits are freed from that uh, social construct of children and that inability and all of that, then wouldn't they be free to to finish any unfinished business or to you know what do you know what I'm even trying to ask? I mean, they they would not. I think people are confused about child ghosts because they think oh they're so innocent and what could they possibly have? I mean they don't have revenge or anything like that to take care of what could they possibly have as unfinished business. But if their spirits are suddenly free, like their energy is suddenly free to be whatever it needs to be, it no longer has to be a a, a child that's, you know, uh, incapable of anything because, it's, you know, you're just a child. You can't really do anything. You know, it doesn't have to be that anymore, uh-huh. correct? Is that right?
0: Well, we don't really lose, and this is my my thinking again, we don't really lose who we are when we die. Our personality, um, a lot of who we are stays with us. But there are children who have died that, uh, there's one in my book who hung around because a sister needed help, needed that Mm -hmm. support. And this child felt like he could give her that support. Um, so we you know, kids once they die, they could you know, they they can finish up their business. And and right. we all have unfinished business regardless of how old we are. Because right. we may have unfinished business from you know, before we even got here or a different lifetime.
1: And sure. I would have had unfinished business at age three, no doubt. Yes, most Yeah, definitely.
0: so, I mean, they do have, you know, we all do have unfinished business, or we are, you know, like my mom came around to support me for a long, long time after she died. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, there's all these different reasons and and why they stick around. It's just like an adult who dies. They have all different mm-hmm. reasons to stick around. Sure. And and some just like the area that they lived in and want to hang out for a while or come visit. And you know they liked the house and you know they wanted to stick around and see what was happening. Yeah. So you know there's lots of reasons.
1: Okay, well, those are great answers, and that answers my question in terms of child ghosts. I think that, I mean, that's my personal belief there, too, is that, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't, we don't, the spirits view differently to me. Kind of like, you know, for instance, when my grandmother passed away, you and I discussed this, and when my grandmother was here on Earth, wasn't the friendliest person in the world. We did not get along. I considered her very abusive. But after she passed away, you know, um, she was freed up from all of that, all the things that that made her that way or maybe whatever her purpose well, was in her life.
0: She my, my belief in that is we make contracts with people before we ever come here. And she did oh. her job very well. And yeah. once she passed, she still was your grandma, you know, that person, that energy you knew. But she didn't have that, the roughness to her anymore, because it wasn't Okay, now needed. explain
1: that. Ex- explain that because uh, I I just want everybody else to understand that. Plus, I guess I'd like to understand it too. What do you mean by we make contracts before you know, with people before we ever come here? What do you mean by that?
0: Okay, I hope we a reincarnation, and if you don't, that's fine. Please, you know, I I don't care one way or another. But I believe that before we ever come to earth and these vessels we call our bodies, we are, you know, we have a, a meeting. We get together and say, you know, I want to experience being um, a net thing. And I would like to experience uh loss and I would like to experience abuse. I would like to experience uh, having three wonderful kids. I would like these different experiences, who wants to help me with this. Now I don't know if it actually talks like this, but hey, you know, creative license here. But (laughs) then somebody can step up in in our little group and say, you know, hey, I I'll be that person that gives you that experience. And I believe my three kids stepped up and said, Hey, you know, I want to be I want to be your son well, I want to be your younger son, and I want to be your daughter. And we make these contracts so that when we come here, and this is really hard for some people because they say, ah, so-and-so didn't have to be murdered. Well, I don't know if they did or not, but in my thinking, anything that's happened to me, I, that's kind of my contract and this is my learning experience and this is why I came here I wanted to experience this and I wanted to grow from it as a as a, a spiritual being and I think when we come in these physical bodies it's to experience all these different things and Okay so uh,
1: so what you're ta- what you're saying to me now is that when my deadbeat dad, who never ever has anything to do with me, and tries to call me every Christmas to give me a guilt trip because I don't have anything to do with him because he doesn't have anything to do with me, then I can answer the phone one Christmas and say, hey, you signed on the contract to be the deadbeat dad who gave me the experience of a deadbeat father, so this is what you signed up for. Goodbye. Can I say that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, we, we make these, you know, for me, this is my thinking, we make these contracts, and... Uh, Some of these most difficult people in our lives are our best teachers. And how, just think about it, how difficult would it be for someone to say, yes, I will, I love you enough and I care for you enough, knowing that you want to have this experience, that I will come here and I will cause you pain. Coming from something that is, loving, you know, from a loving space, and they come and ex- give us these experiences because we have actually, you know, decided we wanted them. We wanted to feel those things. We wanted to feel what it was like being in this body. And is it easy to think that way or, you know, to for me to think, okay, I was abused by my dad, um, God bless him. You know, no, it has taken me a long time to wrap my head around. This is the experience I had, and this is what this is what I wanted to experience. So, how do I learn from it? How do I move forward from it? How do I become stronger as a spiritual being? I mean, yeah, I'd really like to open in, up the really deep stuff. <laughs> oh, sure, and sure,
1: but I think that's a good stuff, and I'd like to open up the, I mean, if you're okay with it, I'd like to open up the topic for people to write in about it, how they feel about that. You know, what what are your thoughts on that?
0: Oh, yeah. Again, I, I mean, mean nothing are, that
1: either one of us, nothing that either one of us say is something that we're trying to convince everybody else to believe by any means. Oh, no, this no, no, is no. just talking and just just talking and discussing and processing opinions and thoughts and beliefs and, and topics of all kinds and sorts, and we love to have feedback. So I would love to open that up and have people, you know, write in about how they feel. Personally, I mean, I don't, I don't personally subscribe to I subscribe to a lot of what you're saying. I Certainly you know uh-huh. that I subscribe to the idea that we learn from the experiences and, and that sure. these people teach us. But I don't personally want to take that accountability off of them and say that they did that out of love because I, I don't personally see it that way and I, I, think that they, I think that there's some accountability on their end that, that is erased well, if you well, look at it like and, that. And the,
0: thing, the thing is, it doesn't take the accountability off of them. It just puts it in a different light so that you see it. They still have their own accountability to, to deal with. They are still accountable for it because we're still in this physical form. It doesn't change that. It just, you know, from from my perspective, it changes um, what we've experienced before we came here and, and wanted to experience while we're here. The accountability is part of it because if that was the case and I could say, oh, well, you know, um, I signed on to be, you know, this horrible, horrible person, so I'm not accountable for it. That's not true. You know we are we still are accountable. We are still held accountable because we are in these physical bodies, and that's part of the experience. So we get experiences on each side, and you know, please know that I am not disrespecting anybody or making anybody's pain. Trying to, to say anybody's pain is minimal because. That is not true. Oh, sure. You know, everybody has had really uh, difficult situations and some more difficult than others, and I certainly, certainly do not want to make white. And I don't, that. and I don't,
1: I I don't want, I don't hear you saying that, that people that have experienced rape are to blame for it. That's not what I hear you saying not at all either. It's that it's, what I hear you saying is that it's an experience for them, and they have to look at the what can they learn from the experience, and that's and not that it also, takes away from yes. their grief.
0: And let's just say it's on both sides. The person who right. raped and the person who received it, they both have experiences and issues to work through. Right. That's what they experience, and that they're held accountable. Everybody's held accountable. There's no, right. you know, and I'm not belittling or, or making light of any of that because I, you know, you know, I've been through some stuff. So, of course, yes. Yeah. Not making light of any of it. Um, this no. is only my opinion. I know other people that may have this opinion. I know other people who find this opinion to be just totally um, abhorrent. You know, they they just. Can't fathom it, and that's fine. I have no issue with that. I'm, I'm all about people coming from their own place, and um, that's uh, my my whole my whole thing is you know compassion for everybody, and and let's work through it, and and um, you know be accountable.
1: Right. And so, yeah, again, open up the uh, people who have anything to, you know, say about that or add to that or ask about it. Uh, And certainly we always want your feedback and your questions and suggestions for topics as as well. So please get on our Facebook page, uh, Girl Power Half Hour, and send us a message. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, Ask questions about it. Talk about it. Discuss it. Process it with us. You can always call in, but if you're not comfortable talking on air, we understand that. And that is another venue for you to contact us and still discuss it with us. And we can certainly talk about these topics more um, next Friday. I had one more question, but we're not going to have time to get to it. I think it's it's something a little bit deeper that we'll probably end up addressing during the week. I want to take this last minute that we have in the show and thank everybody that did send in questions and thank everyone that's been listening. We're both so appreciative. I know I speak for Annette when I say this of, of all the support that we've received and the listeners and people who have sent us messages and topics. And um, it really means a lot to us because, again, like Annette stated, we don't get paid for this. We do this because we're we're trying to get some topics out there. We're trying to get a discussion going. We just think it's important, and we, we are glad that you think it's important to tune in, obviously, next Monday for Mindfulness Monday as well as Tuesday. We have a great speaker, Sarah Skog, talking about addiction, how it affects women, and how you can get help for yourself or a loved one. We hope that you have a great weekend. Thank God it's Friday. And Annette, I'm always happy to do a show with you. And uh, thank you so much for doing this with me. It's a pleasure. So hope everyone has a great weekend. And certainly we look forward to Monday. We'll keep you updated on our Facebook. So please
0: do go like that so that you can stay updated with us. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in.